How do, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bruise and Bolts. I say ladies and gentlemen, what I mean is gentlemen and the probably one single lady that listens to us, because you probably don't want to listen to Yorkshire boys talk about tabletop games and plastic miniature figures, so fair play. But we are Bruise and Bolters, we are your cup of tea for everything that is tabletop. My name's Scott, I am today's host for this podcast, and I'm joined by this motley crew of degenerates. So we have got Mr. Liney himself. How do, mate? How do, everybody? I hope we're all right. Yes, so we've got Dan with us, and then we've also got yeah. the goat himself. Mike, how you going, mate? Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. So, cool. Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Is it, it Konnichiwa? What is it? Not Konnichiwa. I don't It's not Konnichiwa. It's not Konnichiwa, that's for sure. Yeah. Wow. Konnichiwa. Oh, hello, what is it? Konnichiwa. Not Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Unless you're surprised when someone turns unless, up. Unless you're, uh, who is it? Is it Owen Wilson? Wow. Konnichiwa. Wow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so we've started Good strong. Start. We've started strong. <laughs> yeah. Excellent yeah, yeah. stuff. So first things third, let's say thanks to all our supporters from the last two episodes. So uh, a bit of a shout out to a few people. So we've got Mr. Sam G down in the uh, southern areas. So we don't normally conspire with southerners, but... This lad's a bit of a legend. Sent us a picture of him listening to our episode and said he's actually finding it fun. Knows often about the hobby, but he likes what we're talking about and thinks it's a bit funny. We've had a few other people uh, reach out to us, including Tinsley, just saying he knows nothing about the hobby, but we're funny to listen to. So I think we've got a bit of a recurring theme here. Oh, yeah. I think he's, he also said as well that it's something that he's always maybe wanted to try as well. So, yeah, we you never know. Break, Get a few people into it. Breaking them ceilings, mate. Just imagine Definitely. the 21 Jump Street just busting through those... just. Busting through those ceilings. Bust through that ceiling. Keep pushing through the ceilings. And we've also got Gabatron reaching out saying she thinks we're quite funny. Luke's a bit of a dickhead, which is why he's not on this episode. No, we're joking. Um, She did reach out and say cheers, though. Um, She's enjoying what we're doing. So, yeah, Luke has been banned from this episode. He's actually out uh, with the rest of his uh, friends doing some smoked halibut and driving around on electric scooters. I'll be honest, I was surprised when he said he had other friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does, he has he has acquaintances. <laughs> acquaintances. So yeah, Mike, you were banned on last episode, so Luke said, mate, how did that feel? I was. I was caged for sixteen hours. <laughs> I was feeding me uh oatmeal and dry biscuits. Nothing it but was, uh, brownie mix, clown porn and torture. I heard you were. I heard you were just shouting. I need an apothecary. <laughs> I need an apothecary. I need an apothecary. Brother, help me. <laughs> Brother, heretics. <laughs> it was. It was unfortunate, but I was. Uh, I wasn't able to make it. Now, so yeah. Did a little switchery with Gibbs this time. That's it, mate. You've you've finally let him out. You two, as as you know, Starcross lovers, have finally. Let each other out of the cage, the contraption. Managed to trick Luke, put a bit of cheese on a string under a box. <laughs> Wait until he went under it and pulled. Now we're... We pull the string. And rolls are reversed now. <laughs> Old Gibbs. Oh, amazing, amazing. So, let's have a bit of a catch-up, I suppose, at what's gone on over the last week or so. So, um, last week or so of gaming... Uh, tabletop hobbies in general so i'll give a, a bit of a quick update i've been working more on my sisters of battle i finally got my uh retributors finished which is amazing celestine and a gemini are nearly finished as well 
started doing all the bases for every single model that I own for Sisters of Battle, which is taking me ages. And I'm slowly working to get the rest of them finished so then we can actually start doing some recording, which is going to be amazing. So what have you boys been up to? Well, uh, to be fair, I've not been up to much. I do need, I'm trying to figure out, I need to buy some magnets because every time I put my Necrons in my box that I've bought, um, they just end up going everywhere. Um, yeah. And I've had to take them out of my car because they were getting broken. Because I like to always keep them in my car because you never know when you might pull up on the side of the road and someone's <laughs> like, you want to battle, bro? You want to throw down, bro? You want to throw down, bro? 40k right now. And it's like, boom, break out the Necrons. Let's have a battle on the road. You know, yeah. stopping. So them traffic jams that everybody's been experiencing, <laughs> I apologize. It's but, basically but, yeah. like old school Pokemon. If you catch someone's eye, you have to battle them. It's a rule, right? Hey, it, it is. It is a rule. Oh, I hear the music. You encountered a wild, a wild Xenos warrior. A wild Necron pulls out his pulls out his sack. Dice. I'm I miss sack of dice up at the window. You want to go, bro? That's one thing you don't do in Warhammer. You don't touch another man's dice or sack. No, you do that all the time. You do that whenever someone's beating you. You touch their dice. I play Turinid, so quite often my sack gets emptied. So I have to bring my other sack out, which has more dice, and and yeah, roll more dice for that as well. But I I always try and have a full sack when I when I'm playing. But if I'm honest, this week, no, uh, not a lot, to be honest. Mainly uh, got along with work. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this week, though, I heard that there was a battle go down somewhere. Oh, Mike. Did, it, did a battle occur? Oh, yeah. What are we going to talk about what I've been up to? Oh, yeah. What have you been up to first? <laughs> and then we'll talk about the battle. <laughs> nah, I've just been painting stuff. What you, yeah, it. I've seen yeah. some of your pictures, yeah. mate. What have you been painting? Yeah, we're working on possessed right now, but some chaos possessed. Um, a couple of other chaosy stuff in the in, in on the side as well. But that's uh, that's that's going to be for for when we battle. Uh, probably not next, but I doubt we're going to get painted up for next battle. But it might be for next one after that. Yeah, mate. Man. I must admit, I tell you what, I've seen what you've put on the group, and that it looks sick. The possessed is looking good, mate. They are good models. The the good models. They are like really well designed, especially from what the old ones look like, which look like shit. So anything's better than that yeah the the old possessed looked like um him off of uh, goonies didn't he hey you guys yeah literally yeah it was, it was all, i don't know what they were doing they were obliterate uh, the old obliterators or what they got obliterators, obliterators as well jesus this looked like, looked like someone just thumbed a testicle into a shape and then stuck <laughs> some arms on it it just oh they're horrible you can't was, really it, see what... was it one of them where it came out the mold and went oh fuck Oh, yeah, it'll do. Right. Chuck it out. Yeah, yeah chuck it that, out. That's literally what I've done. <laughs> ah, bloody hell. Who dropped, who dropped that bloody raisin packet in there? <laughs> just leave it. Just throw it out. Go on. It'll Don't do. buy it. It's fine. St- stick some googly eyes on it. It'll do. Just give, yeah. it, just give it overpowered rules for a few months and people will buy it. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. We'll nerf it in a few few months and then we'll change the, the character entirely. The, yeah. Exactly that. No, exactly that. But yeah, we had a game as well, didn't we, mate? Ah, we had a game, yeah. Had, had a couple of games. Yeah. yeah so you... I want to hear about this game. Come on, tell me. Yeah, what that, you weren't there, mate, were you? I I couldn't make it. I was working. There's there's a new thing. That's a new thing. It was, yeah. it was the epitome of clutch. The game it was. It was me and Martin. It was. Um, two versus Thousand Sons, and I had him on the backboard the entire game. And uh, he pretty much he was about to throw down Martin and say, "Okay, yeah, well, uh, I was going to call it about." What, turn, turn three, three start of his turn three, he went, oh, I can't win, I'm going to quit. And I was like, you can win still. 
but it was like was it like 75 to 30 uh, I maxed Ooh. out the primary already and, and yeah. uh, something else, and it was pretty, it was pretty well ahead. It was a washout, mate. Absolute washout. Yeah. And uh, he had a Magnus dude still alive, though, and pretty much all wounded, like not even touched, really. Um, yeah. But then I kind Magnus of wiped everything else. Yeah, and basically, um, he just started mind shooting everything everywhere, mate. Rolling <laughs> off that, spaffing everywhere, his mind tricks and stuff, and I just, uh, yeah, nothing. I can't really do much against the mortals, so it kind of just pierced, killed yeah. off the army. It ended up basically like five or three points in in it, and he took it at the like fifth round. Yeah, it was eighty to seventy-five. The finish, <laughs> just, oh. just beaten by five points. Yeah. Oh, that's it's a bitch when that happens, man. Yeah. But he, he he pulled the perfect secondary yeah, as well. He like he, he, ah. he couldn't have been any more lined up like for him. He, yeah, he pulled the perfect cards right at the end, and he played really well. To be fair to Martin, um, he, well, he, his his terminators pretty much sat back like they did before and just yeah did nothing. That's but it though. Since, him, so. since we started playing secondary objectives, the games can switch so quickly. Yeah. Between points wise, um, obviously we'll get into secondary objectives and what they are as we explain more in podcasts. But I've never since we started playing it, we've only just started playing secondary objectives. It it yeah. changes the concept of how you play the game. Oh, entirely, mate, entirely. And, and yeah, Mike's right. I think at one point, Mark pulled he pulled an objective to get behind enemy lines. He get he pulled an objective to uh, grind them down, which is to kill more units than they kill of yours. And he also killed an object. He got an objective to kill in melee, and he was already in yeah. melee. So yeah. he, he he did what he needed to do in one turn in melee, because he wiped out that unit and then mine raped another unit. Mike couldn't kill his Magnus, so then he won grind them down, and then he put Magnus on the back field objective, which then got him. So he got he scored fifteen on his secondary straight away yeah. in one turn. Yeah, like so good. Yeah, oh, yeah. he could have yeah. chosen. He could have got any other cards, but he got the exact he got ones, ones they yeah. needed. And uh, it's how it works. How it goes sometimes, but it's it's good, I think, because it keeps your games fresh and different. And you never really, can, if you even if you like, as an example, there, Mark was so well ahead, he's still brought it back and he still won it. And, what um, what about yeah. his dice rolls, Mike? It was shit. Were they shit? Yeah. He it was awful. The last rolls. last time I played Martin before that, he hit every psychic like he absolutely tabled my uh my raven guard i mean the, the shit anyway but he tabled them like really yeah. he, he just he was knocking every uh psychic off but this one he, he was getting probably half of them but i made a dick move and i forgot that i can uh what's it called deny as well yeah, I, didn't, yeah. oh, I, forgot, I had i could have denied him on two models or, or three the entire game and i completely forgot i couldn't even do that do you know how many times have we walked out of a battle when we finished <laughs> battling and then we've seen something and we've gone oh fuck i could have done that yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, so yeah. many times. So but, many yeah. times. Read your rules. Cold, if you're playing, read your rules. Read your strats. Read everything. <laughs> and play play the same army over and over again so it becomes in second nature. That's yeah. the biggest yeah. practice. It's like anything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, practice, practice, practice. Your first game, I mean, I've I think I've battled my Necrons maybe two or three times since yeah. I've bought them. Um and I I still need to learn everything because I can't remember everything just by reading it i have to do it in order to, to memorize it yeah um so i'm looking forward to the next battle no it was good man and then uh, i faced off with luke straight after with his space wolves and he was sneaky little bastard he's putting his stuff behind cover where i couldn't see him i was playing with my sisters ah. and he put his eradicators down straight in front of morgan val and i thought here we go he's gonna he's gonna just delete her and he went for the rhino instead the rhino exploded killed two people inside the rhino i was like fuck and then I basically tabled him by turn four. 
That's such a Savage Gibbs move, isn't it? Yeah. That's a Luke move. I, I, Hide everything and blow shit up. I honestly thought he had me, uh, and then I just started running away with it towards the end of it. He's like, he's wolfing and his Terminator just got deleted by the Repentia. Repentia, mate, honest to God, dirty, charging, four attacks, sixes are, are, are extra hits, absolutely deleted things, absolutely. So yeah, I was, I was quite pleased with him, actually, to be fair. And Celeste, I forgot to move Celestine first turn. She was sat at the back. Doing oh. absolutely nothing in the first turn, and Luke went, "Isn't she supposed to be doing something?" I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah, she is." Oh, <laughs> why did he say something? Why did he say something? I should have left it. I know. Yeah, we were sweating. We were sweating that day. It wasn't even hot, but we were just all like dripping. <laughs> we were. I, I, don't know, I don't understand me. I don't know if it's just the tenseness of trying to figure <laughs> something out. It like in in middle of a, of a game. Use it's your like- brain. It's like chess in it when they're trying to like go to touch that piece and they're like look at it and go, oh no, oh, I don't God. know. Oh God. Oh my God. I could have rinsed my boxes out after that, I'm telling you. I was, I was bloody <laughs> stressing. I was like, oh God. Yeah, no, um, it was it was good. Mentally man. hard. It was good. But we, we so, also we also set up some terrain and we took some really cool pictures. Uh, beforehand, so we yeah. had some really cool pictures of uh, Space Wolves fighting off against the Tyranids and Celestine, and some of the sisters were in the middle of the Space Wolves, like backing them up, and it was just would, really uh, good. Would I be able to see these pictures on uh, Bruiser Bottles' Instagram? Y- you will, mate, yeah. Oh, quite nice. <laughs> Get yourselves across. Get yourselves across. I'll check them out. He's I'll only, check them out. He's only got to written it down, hasn't he? yeah no yeah you can mate indeed yeah um so the next plan i suppose for us is we have do have another game on the 2nd of october now this is going to be our first sort of dry run for recording uh ready for going into november where we're actually going to rent a place for the day and actually do some proper recording for our first battle report which is when we'll launch our youtube channel so we're all working towards it we're all working 40 hour weeks um, and doing a lot of stuff, but it's good to see that like we're kind of keeping this in in our mindset as well, and we're still doing and pushing forward with it. So yeah, good good week, boys. Good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, cool. So let's get on, I suppose, to today's topic. topic. So yeah, today's topic. So we have realised, as I said, with a lot of people that have been reaching out and saying stuff about the podcast, is that actually there's a lot of people that don't know what Warhammer is, or would like to know what Warhammer is, but never had the opportunity, or in some situations, we're too young and didn't have the finance to be able to do it. And now that we've grown up, like a lot of us have in our 30s now, to be able to actually say, I've got a bit of spare cash. I've got a bit of coin spare. Let me pick up some yeah, more. Are I'm you like. talking to Scott? <laughs> <laughs> or even, there's, there's, some, there's some people out there that are just looking for a hobby. Yeah. Need a hobby. And this is the perfect hobby to pick up. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. So we want to kind of go through and briefly explain where Warhammer 40k is today where it is right now so when we talk about stuff i, I, put, I think i realized it most when me and luke um and tom last week was talking about the votan and like we just talk about it like now if i say to you guys oh yeah the new votan models you know what i'm talking about but people listening didn't See, necessarily yeah, know I'm, what they were well that's it though i must admit i was so i was listening back to the podcast because i wasn't on it uh last week and i know even i was until it was you know as soon as you said that was like sorry what's that and then when you explained that they were like space dwarfs it it made perfect sense and actually i came away with it knowing more about the voltan than probably even knowing who the voltan were do you know what i mean yeah and that, so, that's kind of what we want to do right we want to be able to get yeah. it from from all angles and we will go deep into the law we will go all the way up to the hinge end with uh with law eventually but right now we're just going to kind of keep it as sort of top line give you a bit of a a bit of a, a sort of a dive into what it is 
but we're just gonna we're just gonna tickle it. We're just gonna touch the surface. We're just gonna tickle tickle it just nicely, rather than going full in. So um, we're gonna cover off what different races and factions are comprised within the forty k universe. So when we're talking about stuff, hopefully we can kind of describe them and you can kind of get them into your mind. And then when we mention these names in the future, you can think, actually, yeah, I know what that looks like. So I might not necessarily know the history of it and the law behind it, but I've got an idea of what they are and what they're about, if that makes sense. And I'm very lucky to have Dan and Mike with me today because you guys are very different, varying degrees of knowledge with the law, right? I know sweet fuck all, mate. <laughs> yeah, when it, when it comes to... I, mine go as far as knowing the three different factions of what we're going to talk about. But yeah, and, uh, that's about it. <laughs> I, I know there's two people. There's gu- <laughs> Gullible or Gulliman and Lemon Rust. That's about all I know. <laughs> Those two. So we will go through Gulliman or Ro- Robooty Gilliman or Roboat Gilliman. Uh, and Lemon Russ, uh, we'll go through those as we go through. But yeah, I'm glad I've got you two guys on here because um, it's going to be easy for me to actually kind of do this in a call and response. So I can kind of briefly explain what this is going to be and what these people are, get you guys to give me what information you guys know genuinely, and then I can kind of expand on it on there. So hopefully we're gonna there's going to be some questions that you guys can throw out at me that we can take away for a further episode, or I can try to expand on, and hopefully we can tick some boxes. So. First things first, there is three main factions. So there is the Imperium, which is the Imperium of Man, all things human in nature. So that's your just general humans, your super soldiers, all that sort of stuff. And that's what we're going to go through today. There's also the Chaos. Now the Chaos are the demons, the naughty boys, the people that have been put on the naughty step for years and years and years, and the people who just, just want to see the galaxy burn. Then there is the Xenos, which is everything that is not human. So every alien or believe it or not, dwarf, any abhumans, anything that's not physically a human or a demon goes into the Xenos category. So we are going to do this as part of a three-part series. So today we're going to just touch on the Imperium because there is quite a lot to, to go into without even deep diving into it. There's a lot of stuff. So we're going to touch on the Imperium today. Again, just gently tickling it, not going too deep. Um, and then next Sunday, we'll then go into Chaos. Sunday after, we'll go into Xenos. And then we might take a bit of a break from law and do some other bits and pieces, but eventually we will then deep dive into each of these sub-factions or sub-races as we go through for the Imperium, for Chaos, and for Xenos. Sound good, boys? Mm. Good to me. Yes. Yeah. Sound. And stuff. So, let's just set the scene. In the 40th millennium, there is a... Well, I would say he was a... 14 foot oiled up buff daddy but he's not anymore he's he's a husk on a throne so let's take it back a little bit let's take it back years and years before the 40th millennium years before the 30th millennium back at the beginning of of the empire as we know it there was a golden big daddy called the god emperor of mankind who decided that he wanted to clap some cheeks across the galaxy and he started what is known as the astartes so the Astartes are basically what we call space marines. So if you've sat outside a games workshop, if you've seen anything to do with Warhammer, you will see these guys. Normally it's someone in blue because they're the poster yeah. boys. You all know them, right? The Ultramarines. That, yeah. that is what a space marine is. So when you think of Warhammer 40k, you think of the guy with the big shoulder pads and the helmet and the little visor on front of him and the red eyes. That's a space marine. That's an Astartes. So we all know what that is, right? 
We do. Yeah. Where, where it gets confusing for me is the different factions of Space Marines. <laughs> That's a very, <laughs> very good segue there, my friend. Very good segue. So I, I, I feel it. I could feel it in my <laughs> bones. I, I could feel that, that tickle started, mate. <laughs> so the God Emperor of Mankind, he isn't, unfortunately, a 14-foot oiled-up buff daddy right now. He is on what's called the Golden Throne in Terra. So Terra is basically Earth. So he's there currently on this thing called the Golden Throne, which is keeping him alive because he is dead. He's, he's basically a husk of himself. But going back way before then, to start the Astartes off, he made 20 demigods, the demigods called Primarchs. Now these Primarchs are 10 to 12 foot absolute powerhouses that are each in charge of each of the Astartes legions. Now back in the 30k days, these were about 2,000 soldiers each. 2,000 starters each. Nowadays, the limited's just, I think it's 200 as part of a chapter or 1,000 as part of a chapter. So they're limited massively. And again, we'll go through why that happened as part of the Horus Heresy and all that sort of deep dive later on down the line. But what you need to know is he found the vial, did a little bit of experimenting, watched some intergalactic porn, made some babbies, and now there's 20 of them. They got flung across the galaxy, landed on different planets. Again, we will go into their backgrounds and stuff at some point of why they are like they are. But that made the 20 legions. All caught up so far. Mike, are you following? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Spunked, sent the spunk out into space. Yeah, done. so a guy space decided that on Earth that he was going to make some different legions yeah. and spunked into a vat, yeah. which <laughs> then sent them firing across the universe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly one. that. I'm over wow. there. Yeah. Is there a Mexican Primarch? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to learn. We're going to learn about the Mexican Armada Primarch. <laughs> and El, El Primarco. <laughs> uh, cool. So, yeah, so the Primarchs, we're going to the Primarchs, but basically 20 Primarchs, 20 Legions. So each Primarch was the general or the, the controller, the commanding officer of all of these different legions so and they had what's called a starties so dan you know mm. what a space marine is right you know what a starties is do you know anything about their genealogy about their size about what they've got in them other than being just normal super soldiers do you know anything about them uh not really no other than they have uh sick armor on there they which do. Usually, yeah which usually represents the majority of Warhammer, if you've ever seen any pictures of Warhammer, there's usually a, a, a space marine next to uh, usually a demon. Yeah, always yeah. like crushing an orc's head or an Eldar yeah, head. Or, or there's yeah, or there's a Necron stood next to him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Mike? Do you know much about these thighs? Not really. They've got a lot of wires coming out of them. That's what I notice when I paint them. Um, <laughs> they have. They all look like uh, Eli and Manning's. <laughs> yes, just like a football player. If anyone is doesn't do it, follow American stuff, but yeah, they're just all uh, pretty much yeah, pretty bulky gentlemen. They are. So yeah, basically, we'll go into what how you create and the starters and stuff again in another episode. And I'd love to count how many times I say we're going to do this in another episode, but I'm reckoning it's going to be about fifty by the end of this one. Um, so the starters are seven foot tall super soldiers. They're enhanced with ceramite power armor, as you just mentioned there, Dan. And they've got 18 different augments or organs that have been added to them, which is part of their gene seed. So they've actually got two hearts. Didn't know if you knew that. They've got or two dicks. hearts. They haven't got two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have two dicks. They have two, two, two hearts. They can actually spit acid um, and use it to like melt metal bars and stuff. They can breathe underwater. 
if they're mortally wounded, so let's say an arm's blown off, their blood will congeal to stop them from bleeding out so they can stay alive. And they don't really need to sleep. They can turn off parts of their brain where they can stay awake for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. They can remove toxins from food, the lot. Basically, they are designed to be immortal. So by immortal, I don't mean that they can't be killed because they can be killed. But with natural lifespan, they shouldn't really die. So they're pretty cool, right? didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know they could spit acid. There you go. Yeah, no, I didn't know they could They yeah. could do that. There you go. So yeah, they are they are the, the normal Astartes, or what we call firstborn marines. And since then, in the 40k, there is now Primaris reinforcement. So anyone who's seen anything to do with Warhammer now, in the last two, three years, the poster boys are Primaris. So these are actually a bit more true scale. So one of the problems that the models on the tabletop suffered from before is they looked a bit squashed. And the shoulders look like they were where the heads were and stuff. Whereas the Primaris now are a little bit more true scale. It's, it makes them look a bit more human. Uh, they're actually 8.5 feet tall. So actually taller than the normal Astartes. And they are better in every single way. And they've removed something called the gene flaw. So every single one of the, um, the legions had a gene flaw. So some of them had some issues with drinking blood, for example, or being obsessed with what was called the Black Rage. The Primaris don't have that. So all their issues that they had have gone to make them these perfect human beings. All caught up so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, right? So that's why, for anyone who plays tabletop, you can't fit a Primaris inside of something like a Rhino because technically they're too big. Cool. So let's get on to the 20 Legions. The first Legion, the best Legion. You boys should know who I'm talking about if I'm talking about the best Space Marine Legion. Salamanders. Shut your filthy heretic mouth. <laughs> Who's the first uh, legion? You know him. You know him. Ultramarines. No, get out. What? No, the first legion and the best legion, because it is Raven the first God. legion, is not the Raven <laughs> Guard. <laughs> it is uh, the Dark Angels. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, of course they are. Your army. My army. Sense. That is why it's the oh. best legion. So the Dark Meta. Angels, Meta. the, <laughs> the Dark Angels uh, Primarch is a guy called Lion L. Johnson. Um, I was thinking that. He's, he's, I was thinking his name was Samuel jo Johnson. Samuel like Jackson. Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking he that. Goes, he goes around. If you roll a six, you get a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of these goddamn orcs on this goddamn planet. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's Lionel Johnson. Lionel Johnson currently in the setting is um, in a coma underneath which is called The Rock, which is the Dark Angel's home planet. We'll go into this detail later on. Um, their primary colour is green, as you boys know. It's dark green. I absolutely love them. And they're known for knightly orders, so they're known for swords and they're known for secretive, uh, secretive parts of it. And they're known for having different wings. So uh, their green wing, which is their main boys, which you'll see in green. They've got the death wing, which is their terminators and stuff and they're normally in like a bone color and there's also the raven wing which is in the bikers and stuff and they're all in black so that is the dark angels they love secrets they're definitely not heretics for anyone who does know the inside joke they are not heretics there is heretics. no such thing as the fallen no one knows anything about the fallen the second legion has been completely removed from all records because they sold some dodgy pokemon cards on ebay so they have not <laughs> they there is no record of the second legion they've been completely removed from history and you're not allowed to talk about second legion on to the third legion is the emperor's children now you'll know about the emperor's children mike are they loyal or are they heretic 
They are a heretic. They are a heretic. We're not going to go into why they're heretic. We'll touch that again when we go on to the uh, Chaos episode. But we're just going to let you know that the Empress children are the Third Legion. They are heretic. They're led by Fulgrim, and their main colour is purple. Let's forget about them, the dirty heretic bastards. On to the fourth uh, Legion, which is the Iron Warriors. What are the Iron Warriors, Mike? Um... Heretics. They are heretics indeed, mate. Heretics led by Perturabo or Peter Turbo, however you want to describe him. Uh, and they are just, believe it or not, their favourite colour is iron, the grey. Who the So you don't, even have to, you don't even have to paint them then. You <laughs> just leave them. <laughs> it's basically, it's basically yeah. a Necron, but in, in power armour. <laughs> no, there's nothing like Necrons. <laughs> They well, they were alive they were alive before everybody else. They really are the true leaders of the world. Mm, mm, yeah, we'll discuss mm. we will discuss that. <laughs> but yeah, they are heretics, so we're not going to talk about them today. Um onto the fifth legion, they are the White Scars, Mike's favourite one. Uh they are very Mongolian in style. They love speed. They're all about bikes and going fast. And they're led by a guy called Jagatai Khan. And believe it or not, their colour is white. Anishiwa. Not Kanichiwa. 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 Wow. Wow. Kanichiwa. Cool. So that's Sixth Legion. Seventh Legion is the Imperial Fists. Now, the Imperial Fist is led by Rogel Dawn. Um, for anyone who's ever watched the Emperor of the Text to Speech device on YouTube, Rogel Dawn is absolutely hilarious on that as a character. But yeah, Rogel Dawn um, leads the Imperial Fist. They are yellow. So, not a lot of people play Imperial Fist because if you try and paint yellow, it's an absolute bitch to paint. So, people don't play it. And they're known for making pillow forts and making things really, really safe and secure. So, they tend to live on terror and try to keep the uh, Emperor alive. That's the that, that's what they're known for. On to the Eighth Legion. Now, Mike might know a little bit about these because I know he likes these. The Eighth Legion is the Night Lords. So, do you know who leads the Night Lords, Mike? Um. You know this. Dra- Dracula. He, he is little Dracula, yeah. But do you know what his real name is? Uh, I don't know what the real word for Dracula is. It's Con- Van Van Helsing. No, something. it's not Van Helsing. It's Conrad Curse. Neratu. It's not Neratu. It's not Conrad Curse. Conrad Curse. Ah, oh, Con- yeah, yeah. Conrad Curse. Yeah. Now, yeah. the Night Lords, believe it or not, are heretics. You'd never have guessed with a name like the Night Lords, but they are heretics, so we're not going to talk about them. They're led by Conrad Curse, and they like dark blue, and they like everything that has like bats and shit like that on them. So uh, they like Halloween, favorite favorite time of the year. On to the Ninth Legion, which is the Blood Angels. Now, mm-hmm. surely, Mike, you know who the Primarch of the Blood Angels is. It's our glorious Pass. Hawk boy. Phone a friend. I'll phone oh. Daniel for this one. Dan, do you know? Oh, mate, you're asking the complete wrong person. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was lost at Heretics, <laughs> and that's why we're doing this. You see, to try and just, just shine a little bit of light onto the law. So, I should have known because I watched it this morning on a battle report. Something like Gabriel or some shit. It's not Gabriel. <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> angel Gabriel. Is that what it is? It no. Something like that. No, yeah. the Blood Angels prime mark is Sanguinius. That's close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they did say that in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Sanguinius. Gabriel and Sanguinius are completely yeah. two different things. What, like, what yeah. you'll see a lot of on the tabletop for Blood Angels is Mephiston, which is the uh, like Psyker for yeah. the Blood Angels, and Dante as well, which is the leader of the Blood Angels. Uh, yeah, they yeah. are all in red. They love red, and they love gold as well for the Sanguine Guard. Sanguine means blood, 
or bloodletting. So they all like to cosplay as Twilight on the weekend. So they're all little vampires and they give into the black uh, first black rage. They like blood. They like to drink blood. Weirdos. Absolute weirdos. Tenth Legion. Like pennies. What, what's that, mate? Tastes like pennies, doesn't it, blood? It does taste like pennies. <laughs> pennies. Proper taste. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad you just bring this random shit on it. I love it. I love it. That's what I live for. <laughs> Tenth Legion, halfway through, we've got the Iron Hands. Now, if Tom was here, he'd be telling you all about the Iron Hands because he's got the most raging of all boners for the Iron Hands. The Iron Hands is, red, is led by Ferris, or was before he lost his head, Ferris Manus, which translates into Iron Man. Ferris, Iron, oh. Manus, Man. They're called the Iron Hands. Oh, yeah, they're called the Iron Hands because they remove their hands and replace it with an iron hand. An iron to do oh. clothes with. Swing <laughs> <laughs> around ironing people's shirts. Exactly. So they, so they, they iron the shirts before they go into battle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They remove the hands and then they take the hands off and attach the irons <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> oh, what was that point in that? <laughs> exactly that. So they are the iron hands. Their favorite color is again iron. They like iron. They like chevrons, um, oh. and they're known for having iron hands. <laughs> they're absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. The Eleventh Legion has also been removed from records, very similar to the Second Legion, but this time for selling dodgy CDs on the Skeggy Market. They were chased off by trading standards, so they are nowhere to be seen. So, um, yeah, they've been removed from records as well. The are these coming back at any mm, point? So this is the thing. They've, they're in law, which we can delve into again another day, but in law, they have been mentioned, but when people's mentioned them, they've been told to be quiet, otherwise the Emperor will lose his shit. So people know right. what's happened to him in law, which has left it open for him to go into it later on if they wanted to. But what a lot of people do is actually make their own homebrew chapters. So, uh, might, so as well, might as well touch on that, I suppose. Now, the legions, because they got broken into chapters, there's a lot of success, successor chapters. So a lot of uh, chapters have their own like sub-factions. So it leads you to create your own sub-faction. But with these two being removed, the 2nd and the 11th, it leaves people room to make a Japanese-inspired one for example or you know yeah. uh, whatever you want to you could be polar bears for fuck's sake but it, you could say oh mine's the second legion and this is what happened to him make your own lore about it and that's what's cool about this hobby do you, do you not think though that at some point that uh war that you know warhammer people are gonna bring in oh yeah bring something in because it's just a way of, of selling it this is the second legion they finally come out of hiding yeah yeah the that's man what i would do the man himself, James Workshop, will be working on these. I'm telling you now. James will be working on these. One of them's dead, isn't it, aren't they? The one who made the, the Warhammer one and died. I don't know, mate. Not, what, I know one of them uh, makes um, the, the other, get other stuff, like uh, Bolt Action. He, the guy who invented the rules for Warhammer and stuff, he does Bolt Action now, doesn't he? He's the one who makes all them war games or something, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people move on mm. from, from uh, Warhammer as a... As a uh, business and move on to different things definitely um right cool 12th legion the 12th legion is called the world eaters now you definitely know about these mike you definitely know mm. about the world world eaters what color are the world eaters uh, uh, red yes they are red do you know who, who leads them he's just had a model release um Sandwich eater. I don't know. Sandwich eater. Mr. Mr. World eater. No. Mr. World eater. It's, it's Mr. The... Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Oh man, no. So the World Eaters are led by the angry man himself, Angron. So Angron and what they're known for is just basically charging into battle without a care, being berserkers and just trying to kill everything for the sake of killing everything. They're heretics, so we're not going to talk about them too much. 13th Legion, Mike, you thought these were the 1st Legion. These are the Blue Boys. Who are these? Uh, Ultramarines. Yeah, Dan yeah. got it. Dan got yeah. it. Yeah. 13th Legion <laughs> is the Ultramarines. Yeah, they look they look very Romanesque. So they have the little head head um thing of doodlers where it's like red and white and stuff on their heads, so the little like mohawk type things on top of the helmet. Very, very Roman style. And they're read by Robot Girly Man or Robote Girly Man. Ah, yeah. yeah he know. leads them. Um he's famous for smashing some Eldar girls. Yeah, nice. he's he's a man of oh, yeah. he's a man of culture. Nice, he's got big hands as well. He's got yeah. some big Shy old hands, hands, mate. Yeah, big old uh, hands. You know what they say about men with big hands? Big gloves for the winter. He has as well. His model has massive gloves. Yeah, that's um, why they call him Gullum and Girth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, girthy man. Nice. Yeah. Um, onto the Fourteenth Legion. One of my old ones that I used to collect is the Death Guard. So the Death Guard are, are they good or bad? I'm assuming with a name like Death, they're going to be bad. They are. They are very, very are they bad. They're heretics again. They right? are heretics, mate. The Naughty Boys, oh. the Death Guard, and they're led by, led by Mortarion, um, who's a demon prince, and their primary colour is green. But again, we're not going to talk about them because they're naughty. On to the 15th Legion. It's what our Martin collects, so you guys should know this one. Thousand Sons. The oh, Thousand bad. Sons. Are they yeah. good or bad? No, they're bad. They uh, are very bad. naughty, yeah. very naughty. And who leads them? You'll know this, Mike, because he spanked oh, you all Magnus, over the tabletop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Magnus, Magnus the Red. Yeah. Magnus yeah. the One Eye. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> one Eye. The one Magnus eye. the Japs. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, no. like oh, no. Move on. Move on. Move so, on. Anyway, Move on. Magnus the Red leads them, yes. Their colour is blue. They like blue. And they're very Egyptian in style. So they have all that gold ornate yeah. armour and stuff like that. Gold and blue in it. Yeah. yeah. The 16th Legion was the Sons of Horus. It's now the Black Legion. So you probably know these, Mike, because I think you played the Black uh, Legion. Yeah, yeah. Are they good or yeah, bad? Yeah. Oh, very bad. Very bad, mate. And they're led by mm. it was Horus before he got Kamehameha hard into Badden. Yeah, so it's a it's a Badden. And what colour are they um, in their armour, Mike? Beautiful golden black. They are black, mate. So a Badden black is actually a colour that you can buy from James Workshop's own company. Uh, mm. So yeah, Badden black. They are black and they're naughty. Not talk about them. Seventeenth Legion is the Word Bearers. Now, do you know this might be quite tricky? Actually, do you know if that is good or bad? Because the name doesn't really give it away, does it? Hmm. Word bearers. I'm going to say they're like some sort of like fanatics. They are fanatics. In the, in the word of whatever it is that they're spilling. A bit like people coming around and knocking on your doors and trying to sell you stuff. Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes. Like, no, I weren't going to go religious yeah. on that, Mike. Oh, Let's move on. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, you are, you've are you hit the nail on the head. They are heretics. They're naughty boys. We'll not cover them too much in detail, but they're led by Lorgar, and their colour is crimson. Long story short, they used to call the Emperor a god before he was seen as a god. So everyone said, you're not allowed to do that, and they were very, very naughty for doing that. Then the Emperor... Again, we'll go through this with the 30k stuff later on. But the Emperor is now on the Golden Throne. People think he's a god and that they're keeping him alive with their belief. So the word bearers were actually right in the first place. But one of the word bearers, um, a guy called Erebus, fuck Erebus, he started off basically the entirety of the Horus heresy and where we are now. 
So fuck that guy. He's a dickhead. We'll forget about Erebus. Moving on to the 18th Legion. This is Matt's army. Salamanders. The Salamanders. Salamanders. Good or bad? Uh, good. They are good, good. indeed. Um, and yeah. they are bright green. Bright green. They yeah. like flames. They live lo- love to hug people. They're known as the friendliest legion. So these are the guys that go out and actually genuinely try and help people uh, and do good. They, they like to burn things, though, don't they? Yeah, it's oh. a huge... It's a huge contradiction. Oh yeah, we like to hug yeah. you. I'm going to set you on Let's fire. Hug you. Yeah, but then we're going to burn everything inside. Well, if uh. you think if you think that's bad, their big daddy, which is Vulcan, he's actually the tallest of the Primarchs. Um, Vulcan, he is known for setting fire to an Eldar child. So well, yeah, well, it makes no sense. It's like a fitness instructor teaching you and then giving you crack afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done. Yeah. Smoke this. Yeah, well done. Yeah, you've just burnt two thousand calories. Now smoke this. There you go. Yeah. Didn't want your teeth, did you love? Here's some meth. That <laughs> <laughs> do 20, 20 sit-ups. 20 sit-ups. <laughs> no sense, does it? In three seconds. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're weird. Weird ones. Yeah, old marines are. Yeah, Salamanders are weird. Oh. Sorry. They are. Uh, 19th is your um, army that you play for uh, Space Marines, Mike? Raven Guard. Raven Guard. Who leads the Raven Guard? Uh Corvex or something like that. Corvus Corax, Cor- yeah. Corvus, that's it, yeah. Which is basically Black Raven. So, yeah, they, they like to wear black. And they're known as the emo kids. So, uh, a lot of their models have got that emo style hair and, like, they do, yeah. they're, they're very moody. Um, they, look like, um, they look like the first Spider Man when he does that little uh, <laughs> transformation. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Tobey Maguire, when he, when he gets all like, confident and shit, you know, he goes out and dancing. Exactly. Like that. Oh, that's his Spider Man 3, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically the Raven Guard. And then the final legion is the Alpha Legion. So the Alpha Legion are heretics. Or are they heretics? No one knows. There's a, a theory on that. They were actually led by twins. So it was Alpharius and Omegan. Now one of them are dead. People believe it's Alpharius. People believe it's Omegan. But basically they're known for like a greeny blue style colour. So uh, kind of like a, an iridescent green. What they're known for doing is actually being in the ultramarines or being in the dark angels or being in you know another chapter um, but then they're actually undercover so they're very very secretive very stealthy that's why no one knows what they're doing or why they're doing it and everyone inside the legion is called alpharius so whenever if you read any of the books you'll see them constantly go i am alpharius no i am alpharius because their primarchs actually was the same size as a normal space marine Instead of it being like the normal Primarchs, with the massive compared uh, to normal Space Marines, they actually blended in a lot. So nobody actually knew who Alpharius and Omegon was. I bet he got picked on by the other Primarchs, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Midget, hey Midget, go yeah. stand with the rest of your kind. Oh. Look, at sh- look at this short-ass four, six-foot-four guy over here. <laughs> What's the weather like oh, down there, Shorty? <laughs> yeah. So, one was a girl, Megan. No, Omegon. Oh, Omegon. Alpharius and Omegon, yeah. Wasn't that a console in the 80s? No, it was an Omega. <laughs> All right, close enough. Yeah, it was one of my first consoles, thank you very much, in the 80s. Um, anyway, that is the Space Marine. So you've learned a lot about Space Marines there. We've got a very, very quick whistle-stop tour of the rest of the people because there's a lot to do with the Space Marines, which is why it's probably taken so long to go through 20, uh, 20 different legions. But do you feel like you've learned something, boys? I, I don't know. I yeah. think I've come out of that more confused than I was before. <laughs> 
I learned that the old man had a lot of juice. He had yeah, he's so juice. I, I didn't I didn't realize how much carnage he created by sending his juice out he into space. Definitely had an empty die sack at the end of that, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, I'm not Jesus. surprised the Necrons didn't get to take over the world with all them yeah. kinds of people. I mean, if I feel bad now, I feel like the Necrons and the Tyranids and the Orcs, they were just going about on their own world, doing their own Chilling. thing, and then yeah. yeah, and then he sent out all his mad juice to everybody and yeah. created this this realm where they all fight each other. I just don't think that's fair. Space to, Marines have a lot to answer for. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> even though they're supposed to be the poster boys of good, we will go again, probably the 19th time I've said this so far, we will go into this in another episode, but the Space Marines and the Imperium are not good people. They do what they need to do to get through and to survive, but they're not good people. So we'll cover that off at another episode. Cool. cool. Imperial Guard, very, very quick. This is basically your World War II troops, your normal loads of infantry, people stood on the front line, fighting in trenches, fighting for days, non-stop, not moving an inch, trying to take every bit of battlefield inch by inch by inch, whereas your Space Marines are the guys that come in with a hundred of them and delete a planet. The Imperial Guard are your normal foot soldiers. And I read... Go on, mate. No, I read somewhere that like they said the Imperial Guard never really like they can live their entire life without even seeing a Space Marines because Space Marines are only brought in special occasions or something like that. Yeah. And, I was just about yeah. to say that. You've you've oh, literally, yeah, literally stole the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Ah, uh, entirely that, mate. You're right though, because the Space Marines are so few and far between versus what they are in terms of infantry for the Imperial Guard that they will never they'll probably never see one. So here's a stat for you. Ten million men and women die every single hour across the galaxy for the Imperial Guard. 10 million an hour. That is oh, ridiculous, mental. right? Yeah, it's, it like is. I mean, if, if anybody's ever played any of the uh, Warhammer games, I know we've played a couple, and it does seem like that story is that it's got to a point where it's so bad now that we need to spend, send in some Space Marines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Space hey, Marines Phil. are trying the hardest, but they're not doing very well. <laughs> No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta love the guardian the guardsmen though, because at the end of the day, it's just they're like the weakest, aren't they? I mean, they've still not got their codex yet, their brand new codex, and yeah. everyone else has had it before. And it's just they're always shit on, okay? Like they're always like constantly, and it's just like you got a feel from the end of the day. And it's, you do want to play them, but you just don't want to get absolutely yeah. shit on. Yeah, they're playing them, so you just don't bother. But tanks are cool. Yeah, and it's like like even like I'd say I've got quite a lot of sisters of battle. Uh, versus my um, Dark Angels for a thousand point list, for example, I'll probably take twenty five models for a thousand point list versus forty model sister battle. So that's the difference. Mm. Imperial Guard, you're probably taking 80, 80 mm. foot soldiers. So it's also the cost of collecting them as well. But I get it, and you, it is it is a lot of the Imperial Guard is about infantry. Yeah. They have commissars, which are basically people who lead uh, their companies. They're known for shooting their own troops. So when they start to fear things, if the Tyranids are coming over, these aliens are coming to rip them apart across the uh, trenches, and they turn to try and run away, the commissar will just shoot one of their own people to make them stand and fight. So that is, it is fucking brutal. Um, they're known for lots of tanks, tons of tanks. So they've got the Lehman Rust tank, they've got the Bane Blade tank, they've got all these massive, massive tanks, a lot of artillery, so sitting at the back, bombarding people and trench warfare. Now, some of the most famous parts of the Imperial Guard are the Kat uh, Katakan or Katachan. Uh, they're the jungle fighters. So imagine Rambo on steroids. Mm -hmm. That's where they live. They live on a planet where everything wants to kill them. The plants want to kill them. 
the the uh, wildlife wants to kill them the people that are on there want to kill them so all they do is survive every day and they're fucking solid they're they're nails they're absolutely hard as nails and then the other one which people probably know a lot about is the death corpse of krieg so these guys are clones they're, they're made in vats they come out they're ready to fight they've got gas masks on very very world war ii german style gas masks uh, they fight in the trenches and they love charging with shovels and smacking people in the head with shovels and they live to die their whole purpose is to die and they know they're going to die there's a book somewhere that talks about the i don't i can't remember how many minutes it is but it's like the minutes leading up to the the guy coming onto the battlefield and him dying and it's minutes it's not hours it's not days it's not weeks it's minutes for that guy to live nice it's insane nice. so yeah that's the imperial guard Next one I've spoke about him a few times is the Sisters of Battle. So we love Sisters of Battle. No, you love Sisters of Battle. <laughs> Why would you not yeah. love Sisters of Battle? They're amazing. They're nuns with guns, right? They are. They're in power armor. Meta. They're not meta. Yeah, thanks. They are meta right now. Mouth, they are massively meta. They're, they're, apparently, they're the best of them in, at the moment, other than Votan. They are the second strongest arm at the moment. Such a filthy. I, mouth. Do you know what? Interestingly, I was searching the other day. And I, I've just been, I was searching before we came on to do the podcast and literally people are asking like, can you ban Votan <laughs> yep. from yeah. the top? They genuinely want them banned. Ridiculous. Yeah. They, they do. They do. But yeah, it's just about we... nuns with guns. Yes. They are basically space marines, um, not in stature. They're normal, normal female humans, but they wear power armor, very similar to space marines. They're highly religious. They see the emperor as a god and everything they do, they say it's for him. So they do this for his name. They do this in his name. They do this because he's told them to do it. And it's very, very religious. So cathedrals, high Gothic stuff, which is why I like them, I think, from the art style of it. They're very fast across the board as well. They are quite fast. And they're, they're quite punchy and quite hardy as well, which is what I like yeah, about them. Yeah. Um, they were founded in M36. So we're at M41 currently, which is the current setting. M30 was a Horus Heresy. M36 is somewhere in between it. Is there something called the Age of Apostasies? We'll talk about that in another episode. There's a dick called George Van Dyer. That's all you need to know. And an amazing woman called Alicia Dominica. She was the one who basically started off the whole sisters of battle uh, they're known for saints so you'll know this for saint celestine for you boys that you see on the tabletop so these are basically living embodiments of the empire of the uh, emperor so people's died uh, they've martyred themselves have done something amazing and courageous the emperor even though he's a vegetable on this this golden throne he's still got the power the psychic power to bring these people back to life over and over and over again so that's what saint celestine is very very cool They've got certain yeah. orders rather than chapters. So instead of orders, they've got chapters. They've got Bloody Rose, which is like Malay Combat, Sacred Rose, Valorous Heart, Eben Chalice, Argent Shroud, and Order of Our Martyred Lady, which is the black uh, black and white ones that you see. Uh, they're sort of the poster boys. But there's loads of different pieces to the Sister Battle. Again, we'll go into a different episode with those. The now, Karen Faction. The what? <laughs> Karen, Karen Faction. Karen yeah. Faction. Yeah, they're so cool, though. Um, on to Custodes. You know about Custodes because Luke plays Custodes, right? Yeah. Big like, banana like... boys, yeah. Big banana yeah. boys. Custard bananas. Custard big, big banana. Armor. Big armor. Big PP energy. Big PP energy. Two for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're perfect. So if you imagine the Astartes are the perfect human beings, the Custodes are better than them. 
much yeah. better than them. So these are nine foot tall, perfect human beings, and the emperor actually made these directly. So when he made the Primarch, he also the Primarchs before then he made the Custodes. He didn't make the Astartes. He had help to make the Astartes. He didn't make the Primaris. He had help to make those, but the Custodes he made himself. So these are literally his personal bodyguard. So I said this the other day when we were watching uh, the funeral uh, for, the, for the queen and we saw yeah. the guys that had the, the little feather boa things on top of the head and the spears. That is basically what custodes are, but in the 40th millennium, they are the bodyguards of the emperor. They sit in terror in the emperor's chamber and make sure no one finishes the job. That is their sole purpose to keep him safe. That's that's why they can they can just douse everything on a two plus. Exactly that, and that's why they're so hard to remove as well. So they're actually called the ten thousand because they only ever have ten thousand of them at any time. So when mm. when one of them goes, they create another one. Um, they're backed up by something called the Sisters of Silence. So we we spoke a little bit about psychic. So psychic is basically Harry Potter, but for the forty k. Um, instead of using a one, they just use mind powers, mind yeah. bullets. The Sisters of Silence yeah. uh, actually call something called a pariah which is a blank. So not only do they blank psychic potential around them, their actual aura, their mood, absorbs people's feelings towards them. They're actually uncomfortable to be around. You don't want to be around it. It makes you feel physically uncomfortable and, and, and at unease being near, near these Sisters of Silence. So yeah, really, really cool models again. Really, really cool background. Uh, and they don't speak, which is why they're called Sisters of Silence. They actually use sign language. So they don't speak to anybody whatsoever. If they speak to anybody outside of the Sisters, they have to use someone to interpret their sign language for them, which is, again, a little bit of a cool thing. But they work very closely with the Custodes. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Um, very cool. Mechanicus. Mechanicus. Uh, our flesh is weak. Let's change it. Let's change it with augments and let's change it with uh digital stuff and pistons are these are these the ones that have got like the half human half yeah robot type people? yeah i've seen these the ones that might be yes you used to play them didn't you yeah they were they were cool then they were cool cool designs they're just uh, yeah yeah, they're very cool. So Mechanicus, they, they started in Mars. Uh, they basically build Forge World. So instead of building a world like Mars and turning it into a planet, they actually turn it into a Forge World. So all that world does is make vehicles, guns, mm. and ammunition for the Imperial Army. You imagine 10 million Imperial Guard are dying every hour. That's a lot of ammunition that they need. So right. much ammunition. And that's what these guys do. They also make the Imperial Knights. And again, we're not going to go too deep into the Imperial Knights, but these are massive, huge, skyscraper-style, like, literally a block of flats, big titans, the walking monstrosities with guns that are absolutely humongous. He's walking around with a transit van for a gun, right? And these can seriously fuck up your day. And these guys make them that's what these mechanicus guys do they've got their own army they're led by a fabricated general and the whole thing is the flesh is weak we're gonna die as normal humans so let's change parts of us i don't like how my eyes are so i'm gonna put some optics in there so i can zoom in yeah. and fucking take pictures my arms are getting a bit weak so i'm getting old cool how about some piston powered arms even yeah. even getting to the point where they're changing their brains and putting like ssd drives in there so they can store more information yeah, well, these nipples are absolutely useless. <laughs> two let's, shotguns in place. Let's change them to bolters. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> what do they I do with all need... the spare parts? 
like McDonald's and just throw it in the back bin and someone picks it up. Something like that. Maybe, yeah, sounds it, doesn't it? Something like that. But yeah, the, the Mechanicus are awesome. They're very, very cool. They're, they've got, um, you know, Cole, the Belsarius Cole, the guy who yeah. leads them. Yeah. Um, he's basically like a big old floaty boy uh, with spider tendrils and everything everywhere. And they take pictures of stuff with their eyes instead of remembering stuff. And it stay, stores into like hard drives and shit. Um, they're very, very, very cool. Very cool people, the Mechanicus. But yeah, they're the ones who armor everyone. They're the ones who make the power armor and change it and upgrade it and all that sort of stuff. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And the final one for us to talk about today is the Inquisition. So the Inquisition, they're basically inquisitors. So they can do whatever the fuck they want, wherever they want, because they want to. They are not answerable to anybody. As far as they're concerned, the God Emperor of Mankind has told them that they can do what they want and no one can tell them any different. They come with a little inquisitor's seal, they turn up somewhere, they order stuff to be done, and if it isn't done, they kill people for it. So they're, so they're like your auditors coming into your shops. <laughs> yeah, you've got a red yeah. audit. All, I need all to like, destroy your shop. Like, yeah, or like health and safety people coming onto your site and going, no, can't do that today. I'm shutting you down. I'm shutting you down. Exactly yeah. that. No, exactly that. And what they do is, which is quite cool, is they actually specialize in different things. So they there's the Order Malleus, which is all about chaos. So these are guys that specifically look into demons. There's the Order Xenos, which look exactly exact as it sounds, look into Xenos, so look into the aliens. And there's the Order Hereticus, which look into uh, traitors and heresy within the Imperium. Their biggest thing that they can do, you will not believe that this is even something that can fucking happen. These guys can go to a planet of normal human beings living out their everyday life, detect heresy, or say someone's a heretic, and call an exterminatus on the planet, which is an orbital bombardment destroying the planet. This sounds like they took this story from back in the Middle Ages... And they used to shout, witch. Witch! Burn them. Yeah. Heretic! Burn! Yeah. Can you imagine if you, imagine if you owned a dino on that planet and he came in and you, and you burnt his food and it was late. <laughs> and you were like, right, that's it. That's it. You're a heretic. Yeah, I sense heresy in here. Wait a minute. I only burnt your toast. So so basically, ah. yeah, the, the Inquisitors were saying is Gordon Ramsay, right? Where's the sauce? Oh look, it's a fucking shit sandwich. <laughs> are these fucking? You call these fucking nipples? <laughs> Heretic. My grandma can cook better than you, and she's dead. Just throwing up. <laughs> yeah, can I order uh, one extermination for the planet I'm on, please? Yeah, this planet's shit, bomb it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Loads of loads of heretic here. No, they didn't burn my toast again. It's heretic. <laughs> they don't even have shotgun nipples. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Nipples like 50 cals. Um, yeah, the, the the Inquisition are awesome. Um, there's also a part of the, well, sort of off-ramp of the Inquisition, which is Assassinorum, um, which is all the legal of assassins. So there's assassins in there which specialise in snipers, so uh, long-distance shooting. There's ones that hack into stuff and that sort of stuff. There's also ones that deal with poison that have so much information of different poison that they know exactly what to do to kill somebody and it'll never be traced. Um, that are all employed by the Inquisition and, and the uh, Imperium in general. There's even so, one you that you won't believe this. They take something called a polymus, I think it's called, polymus potion, and it basically allows their body to turn into clay. So they can mould themselves, their features, their hair, how they look, how they speak, into anybody. So they can go somewhere, kill a target, drink this potion, turn into that target and walk out and no one will ever know. And they actually don't have a true form because nobody knows what they look like. 
Bloody hell. Sounds like, um, who is it, off a Witcher? Yeah. The guy that clones himself, yeah. We, yeah. But that that poses a question, though. Can I say that I'm an Inquisitor when we next play and just shout heretic and kill you all? Hand of God on a smash six. Smash <laughs> Yeah, just, just the hand of God. Just hand of God. smash everything. Heretic. On the table. Remind me of, uh, <laughs> remind me of that guy out of uh, Terminator, then. One who, you know, is made out of, like, metal and yes. shit. What's his, I don't know his name. Yeah, T one thousand or whatever it is. T one thousand. Yeah, is it yeah, on about Terminator two where he can like absorb metal? Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah. can make his hand into a blade and stuff. Yeah, yeah but gee, I mean, this is we're going way off tandem. I tell you what, they remind <laughs> me of you know Witcher where they don't like silver. I can't remember what they call him now, but he he basically, if anybody's watched it on Netflix, he can basically change his form to the other person that he's looking at, and he knows all their thoughts. Oh, the guy who like they set on fire. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, and then it, they change him into uh, more, more Dan, is it, where he goes into the forest goes to get into the Siri. forest, yeah, 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 to get yeah, Siri, yeah. yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, that's basically what they do. So I'm reading a book at the minute, a Horus Heresy book called Nemesis, and it's about mm. getting all these assassins together to try and kill Horus. Again, we'll go into this as part of the law later on, uh, but they're basically trying to kill Horus because um, Horus is a, a ball cunt and no one likes him and he's just gone full yeah, J. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just gets a bad rep. Maybe, no, mate, he's gone full Jihad mode on the, on the Imperium, on the Galaxy. So yeah, to destroy everything. you know, it might be time to sit down with Horace and just ask why. <laughs> Horace is gone. You don't, you don't know anyone called Horace, though, do you? That's no. the thing. Must be a reason mm. why no one calls the kids Horace. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, 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 in the story there, they're talking about getting assassins together to try and kill him, and it, it describes in great detail what one of these assassins does when she changes her entire physical form and all the stuff. It's very, very, very cool. And then the, one of the other ones, which is worth noticing, is the... Abyssor, Abyssor Assassin, I think it's called. Uh, basically, they have little bits of, of pockets of drugs in their body everywhere. And what these do is uh, they they put them into like cryostasis, they give them a mission, and then inject all these drugs into them and just let them rampant, and they absolutely fuck up your day until, until their target's killed. You cannot stop them. They get pain, um, they get shot or something like that, or wounded. The drugs go straight into the body. They forget about the pain. All they can see is the target, and they are absolute monsters. Absolute monsters. Everyone's scared of them. Oh, that's mental. It's cool, man. That's it's cool. And that, cool. It's cool. These are the good guys. Yeah. 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 We've not even got onto the chaos or the xenos. Exactly. And that is me thinking drugs are bad. <laughs> this all started with with some guy sending his juice into space yeah do you know what how, how far we've come this, right? <laughs> literally across space literally. So this is this is what i love about doing this sort of stuff right so we're just touching touching base with this tickling the very very tip of the imperium by going through this and you guys have already taken some of that information in in your own ways to make it funny <laughs> that makes sense so like here's a here's a quick recap and we'll go for it real quick dan how many legions are there uh, uh about 40 million by the sounds of what you've just told me no there's 20 um, there's 20 <laughs> 20 yeah, legions. But, 20 yeah 20 yeah legions. i'll tell you what i'm gonna do i'm gonna listen to this back take notes next time mike how many men and women die every every hour for the imperial guard 
That's 10 million or something. 10, or million. Ah, and 10 million. 10 million. Ah, there you go. Oh, I knew that one. It I is, knew that one. It is 10 million. Uh, Dan, tell me one thing about Mechanicus. Uh, they they like they've got shotgun for nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, but they basically they take pictures and store things on a hard drive rather than actually using eyes. Yeah, yeah, they like to. <laughs> the, the flesh is weak. Uh, Mike, yeah. Inquisition. Yeah. What have you learned about the Inquisition? They like drugs. They, they do <laughs> like, yeah, I love drugs, man. Yeah. And the and if uh, if. If the food's not good, you're getting called a heretic. Yeah, that's it. Exactly that. Exactly that. And final one for either one of you: the God Emperor of Mankind. Where is he now? He's not an old, old up buff daddy. What is he doing now? Uh, Is a vegetable. He is working at TK Maxx. (laughs) (laughs) He's on the tills. He's the reason. He's the reason Primark's called Primark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly that. was part of me when you were mentioning Primarchs. I was thinking, I mean, if there's any money, somebody's listening to this called Primarchs. What have they got to do with it? You know, what, they only sold cheap clothing. Yeah. They created a whole a whole legion of armies. Six quid a t-shirt. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that is, so that, boys, is the Imperium. Um, that is That is everything very briefly about what the Imperium are. There's going to be parts that we've missed because we've not deep dived into it and we'll have to have we'll have to have an episode just on the Dark Angels. We'll have to have an episode just on the White Scars or the Space Wolves. Oh, we didn't even talk about all Space Wolves the Sixth Legion. I completely missed that oh, one. No, yeah, Luke's nobody wants go, to talk wait, about Space yeah, but nobody wants to talk about this. Well, we know about the space wolves. Is they like to get drunk and just do weird crap with wolves. Luke's gonna go fucking yeah. mad. Yeah, the Sixth Legion. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah. Is the space wolves led by yeah. Lemon Russ or Mister Rust? Uh, yeah, that's the one about. Yeah, because I'm I thinking when you said Lemon Russ and you said it was about a tank, I was like, oh right, maybe it's a tank. Then. It is named after him. It is named after him. But yeah, ah. they they are grey and blue. Blue. They're supposed to be Vikings, but what they've done with Games Workshop ridiculously. Everything has wolf in it. Wolfen. Wolf Lord, Wolf Pack, mm. everything's Wolf, and it's just made a meme out of him instead of being amazing Vikings like they could have been. So yeah, that's why Luke plays him instead of me. So uh, Luke likes furries uh, instead of goblets and Vikings <laughs> and mead. So yeah, that's that's right. exactly, but yeah, that's what we missed. But we've learnt a lot about the Imperium today. Do you guys feel like you've actually taken a little bit in with the yes. shotgun nipples? Yeah, yeah I've, I've taken it yeah. in in my own way. Taken yeah. it in my own way. Good. I definitely know more now. Yeah. I know more than what I, I know more than I did an hour ago. Let's That's what it's all about, right? There you go. That's what it's all about. Next time we'll do chaos, which is about the demons and about these naughty heretics that we spoke about, and some other bits and pieces about them as well. And then, like I say, finally, uh, in two weeks' time, we'll go into Xenos, which is all stuff like your space elves uh, and uh, all your stuff that's not human. So very, very cool, including your necrons, which you'll be happy to see. Dan. yeah, I will cool. be. I, I talk about necrons. I know a bit about them. A little bit about them. That's it. That is it, mate. Well. That for me, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, is is it. So, cheers for sticking around for this long. If you have, I hope you've learned something. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to show you the the ways of Warhammer. Um, the lore isn't for everybody. People just like to look at the pictures of them. People like to play on the tabletop. People like to play the games of it. People like to paint. It's all whatever you take from it. I personally find playing the game, having this sort of background knowledge behind it, it immerses me better but everyone takes it on their uh, own accord of what they're uh, interested in. Any final words from you two boys? Yeah, no, just just going to say I've never really looked at the law. It's always been more about the tactics of playing the game, which is the part that I, I enjoy, which I know I said on the first episode. So, yeah, I completely agree with you there, mate. 
Good stuff. What about yeah. you, Mike? Yeah, it's good, man. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't half the stuff there, and uh, I think yeah, when it comes to more the elite factions and stuff, now it'd be uh, be better to in- indulge myself with it. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll be able to create a story. Mm. That's it, boys. That's it. Well, okay. cheers, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and uh, we'll make sure we see you on the next one. Don't forget to check out our Instagram, Brews and Bolters. You can also check out our Facebook page that we've created, Brews and Bolters. Let us know what you think about the episode, and if there's certain things you'd like us to cover. I'd love someone to count how many times I said we'll go back to this or we'll revisit this. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see that. that. That should be a thing. Uh, a count on the comments about how many times we'll we'll touch on that in another episode. We'll touch, we'll on, touch that. on that in another. <laughs> yeah. Or how many times he said heretic? Heretic. Uh, Filthy Xenos heretics. Yeah. Um, that that is. I'd love to see that. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you want to see. Um, as I said, we've got our next two episodes planned. But anything after that, I'd love to get your feedback for us to kind of direct it how you guys want us to do stuff rather than it just being us coming up with ideas which would be cool uh, don't forget to keep an eye out on um, the podcast for updates on when we do battle reports which will be coming in November we're going to have some painting guides on there as well we're going to have some all, all these good stuff we're actually currently looking into ordering our own t-shirts and stuff with the Bruce and Bolter stuff on it for when we're ready to record we're getting stuff sorted it's going to be fucking epic I can't wait for it but cheers so much, guys, for joining us. I'm not going to do Luke's thing that he does when he does the outro because oh, he doesn't, he doesn't even get it right anyway. Limbrick. No, he don't. He don't. You know, I, to be honest, I turned it off by then. <laughs> Pull up a pew, oh, have fine. a brew. I'll see you in two or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. but we'd finish. You'd finish the episode, so surely you'd stay there at the start. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't understand. I was confused. <laughs> I didn't know whether to go and get a brew and start again. <laughs> Heresy. Heresy, that's Heretic. Heretic. Heretic, yeah. <laughs> Call in the auditors. We'll get, we'll get exterminators. Ridiculous nipples. There's a poor. There's a, uh, mate, you know Luke has ridiculous nipples. We've seen him in the gym. But it's. It, I, can't, I can't imagine someone listening to that at the end. Making a brew is sitting down and it just being silence. <laughs> going, well, yeah, what am I waiting for? <laughs> It started now, right? Let's put it So that was like a 50 minute pre log, and now I'm going to get the full hour show. Oh, yes, we'll we're in it. Thirsty, oh, where's it gone? Thirsty as hell for an hour, then get a cup of tea. Amazing, amazing. Well, guys, if I don't see you Fruit Week, I'd, I'd say I see you Fruit Window, but then I might get police called on me. So we'll see you on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, heresy. Heresy. Yeah, see you later, guys. Bye.